You should sometimes yell out like you did just now. Otherwise, people wouldn't know what you think about them and how you feel about them. Well, you know what I think of you? <laughs> let me tell I, you something, let me tell you something I think you're a pile of garbage. <laughs> and so are you, listener. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you turn heel on our audience <laughs> of five? There, there you go. go. You know, I've been keeping this in for 98 episodes. Damn. Like two, three years? Damn, 99 is going to be uh, probably spotty. So 100 is going to yeah. kick off the new year, huh? Oh, okay. That's pretty good timing. Yeah. I'd like to say that was intentional, but it's not. It's just more coincidental. Yeah. But hey, folks, welcome to another edition of the spawner pod it's yours truly jeffrey excellence joined together with it's over uh, i mean i don't i don't i don't know how uh how bombastic i'll just i'll just, uh, I'll just keep it simple i think that's i don't want to overthink things like <laughs> like a certain main character does sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. who knows i don't know but hey today folks we cover something out of our out of our wheelhouse we decide to do a korean drama on netflix instead of doing our usual anime wrestling uh pay-per-view or book even book yeah. or yeah, hell we've even done well obviously we've done movies yeah. or tv shows but now just some time for a little change All right new year's coming up oh, hey. oh no Hello. not him what's up barkley and our third member of <laughs> you say you gotta get my shit in bro oh jeez <laughs> I don't want to redo this. Okay, <laughs> whatever. We're, we're live. We'll, we'll keep running. Live. But, um, we'll but last time, where's Bianca? Damn it! Hold on. Okay, I got. I keep. This is okay. All right. Continuing before I was uh, really interrupted. Last time we covered They Live, uh, '80s cult classic starring Roddy Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Uh, good movie. Go watch it. Endless Sword Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely listen to our podcast. If, in fact, if you don't listen to this podcast, I don't know. <laughs> well, don't, 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 I, I, guess, I don't I have guess, any vague threats to, to give out. Sorry. <laughs> I guess you're already part of the uh, 98%. Well, hold on. That's that's assuming we have 2% of some population. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But anyway. people on the internet. You know, my, my sister-in-law listened to one of our episodes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. She, she, said it was, uh, she said it was strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To be fair, so it's it's a it's a targeted audience. Do you remember what episode? No, she didn't even tell me. She's like, I can't remember which one it was. I was oh, like, okay. Wow, thanks. Cool, appreciate it's it. Awesome. You know, it's good to hear that we're not memorable. <laughs> we're, we're not. <laughs> but hey, uh, you're memorable to me, and that's what matters. Today, we're covering My Shy Boss, available on Netflix or, in USA at least, or My Introverted Boss. Oh, in Wikipedia, it's called Introverted Boss. Uh, of course, it is. So. Try both names. It's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure, as My Shy Boss. At least in North America. I'm um, Probably in Korea, I'd assume. Yeah, uh, as we will now pronounce it perfectly in Korean here. Um, yeah. Oh, is that well, what the, the characters in Korean is called? Hung, Hungul? I guess so. I don't know. I'm more curious. Oh, yeah, I guess that is. Go down, go down. More, more, more. Okay. Yeah, Korean, Korean alphabet. alphabet. Oh, oh, yeah. Hung, oh, good to know. And called a different thing in North Korea, huh? That's that's cool. I'm not surprised North Korea would call it something different. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a K drama yes. on Netflix, as we have said. Uh, basic for those premise. of you, yeah, for those of you not aware what a K drama is, it's just short for Korean drama. It's just like any other, uh, uh, what's the word? Evening, evening drama you'd mm-hmm. find on any American news network, a news network, American <laughs> network, but yeah. in Korean. And also the tropes do differ. Yeah, there's some some beats that hit the same, but. 
I would say just simply because the cultures are different. Of course, the entertainment product will vary based on your own uh, viewings. Yeah, and and as you've said, you told me you've already watched this one. Um, me personally, I've never really watched a K drama before, especially um, not front to back, right? Yeah, no, this is like I I I went in episode one to sixteen, uh, and so you know maybe whenever those tropes, if you remember any of those, because I mean I'm, I I. I I have like an idea of like some of them like kissing, kissing in, in the, the rain. rain. Like that one's like uh, yeah, the most simplest. Obvious, that one's even in American. Because yeah, that, that's like a pretty yeah. universal one. But maybe if you if you have any or remember any of those drowning in flashbacks. Uh, Wait, what? Dr- drowning? Yeah, drowning and oh no, man! Like there's just so many. Oh okay, okay. But you meant like no, 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 not not. I don't remember anybody. No, no, not literal <laughs> drowning. Anyway, anyway, anyway. But yeah, let's getting into the quick overview. Uh, it's basically. Uh, overconsiderate boss our main character uh is has trouble expressing himself but maybe a spunky uh new employee can draw something out of him actually i really do like this poster that you, the viewers can't see yeah it's bad that's bad content right there. anyway <laughs> anyway anyway so if you actually find the time to go on youtube and look up the initial trailer i'm assuming the concept trailer for the show the final product, as opposed to the trailer, is starkly different. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think that the initial premise of this show was meant to be more of a comedy. But then the show, the final product that we do get, does have comedic moments, but it seems to be more focused on the drama element. Actually, I think I, I read up uh, that there might have been like some rewrites going on with the show or something. They had oh, to definitely. rewrite stuff. Oh, I, I think that's even more common in like other, sh- other Korean dramas, if not regular dr- just dram- dramas in general wikipedia but i saw it on like a blog let's go back is there like yeah. a part that says reception uh ratings yeah it's rating i think it's, i think this is just actual oh it's not like a synopsis huh yeah not really oh gong sung yun which one was this oh it's oh, that's oh okay yeah, yeah. best new actress well, she was good in it yeah i thought so she was very good at wanting to anyway anyway you're gonna have to talk about that at some point (laughs) yeah yeah actually if anything we should talk about it now because part of the more serious tone is this show does deal with uh the topic of self-harm and suicide yeah it opens with it which i wasn't aware of and then it cuts (laughs) actually i think it speaks to the uh the overall pacing of the show is it's an and just like much other media but even more apparently so in this it's a mix of emotionally heavy moments to lighthearted moments. And obviously it opens up with something so heavy as suicide. You know, I had very little context other than like the little, little thing that plays on Netflix. It's like basically a trailer. I'm yeah. like, okay, I like get, a little snippet. I get the premise. And then we start off with a woman killing herself. I'm like, okay. which is kind of crazy because like, if you look at the, uh, the artwork for the show and just the initial title, it doesn't seem like it, or the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it start off with such a heavy-handed approach. Mm. But if anything, it it definitely keeps the uh, I would say it keeps the viewer paying attention just mm. because it's it's not constant pace or constant yeah. tone. No, definitely for me, at least. Uh, I think that was a big reason why I kind of really got into the show is because there was that mystery of who is she and why did she kill herself. And thankfully, it's not always emotionally heavy, so it's not like a drag. Yeah, and yeah, it's not it like it doesn't become can't think of a different word for it but i'm gonna use it to describe this but it doesn't feel like so suffocating yeah and maybe even like depressing to watch at some points because they do like mix things up with like the cast of the silent monster characters and such Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that, that definitely helps. Uh, so getting into our main theme uh, that I <laughs> that we picked up on. Uh, they kind of, you know, beat you over the head with it. But yeah. it's good to be direct. Yeah. It's important to have an understandable theme. But but it is, uh, and maybe ironically, it is about uh, misunderstandings and the struggles to communicate. Uh, and it's not even just our main character. Like, it, it really is, like, that's kind of just how, like, sociability, social interactions can work. Is like, one misunderstanding can, like, lead to a whole bunch of... A whole bunch of problems. Actually, oh, something boy. something I do appreciate about the show is obviously it's called in, okay, introverted boss or my shy boss, whatever. So like that already sets the expectation that people are going to misunderstand the boss's intentions. But I think something the show does that I really appreciate is not even just someone so introverted or shy, such as Yoon. Oh jeez, as Gi. As Hwangi isn't the only one that has trouble communicating. Yeah. If anything, actually, majority of the characters have parts that they can't express, but they want to. Even mm-hmm. someone as char- charismatic and extroverted as uh, Hwangi's counterpart, CEO, uh, Kang Woo-il. Okay. Woo-il? Woo-il. I think so. I was just going to call him Kang. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try my best here, folks. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I, th- I think, and to me, that that's why <clears throat> I bring up, like, it's... I feel like trying to express yourself and wanting to say something but not being able to is so, like, relatable to, like, even, like, the most, like, extroverted person. Yes, it shows that everyone has that flaw. Not just someone who's seen in such, perceived in such a condensed, uh, condensed view. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, maybe I should have put more, some more, some more, uh, what do you call it? Examples? Examples. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so obviously you have... Uh, Huangi, who is actually a very like caring person, he cares very deeply about his employees. He kind of because st- <laughs> I actually I brought it up that he does kind of the whole stalking thing, but like he kind of did that with his employees. Like he knew a lot about them where they ever- live, knew their yeah, without the even schedules. really interacting with them, without them knowing about it. Like he actually did a lot of research. Yeah, yeah, and so, understanding the strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and then that's how. It, but the, the a lot of them together. just see him at first initially. Obviously, this changes over the course of the show, but they see him as apathetic and uncaring, mm-hmm. possibly even selfish. Where I, <laughs> I think as the show goes on, they show he's actually extremely selfless. Mm-hmm. I would say, like he's Definitely. sacrificing himself a lot and trying to take care of he, those. He, he sure fucking did. He sure did a lot for fucking Kong. <laughs> that is that is insane. Um, but yeah, it's not not just him. Even I think back to uh, oh shit, what's her name? Just wrote it down. See Young Young Jung. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and how their relationship? Because they were, I'm pretty sure they were dating, right? They were yeah. they were dating in college, but because of the dancing, well, they, thing, they were about to start yeah, dating. But because of the dancing thing, because of a misunderstanding of him thinking, "Oh, you wanted to embarrass me," and she's like, "No, I wanted to show you off." That fucked up the relationship. They couldn't end up dating. You know, well, I actually thought they addressed that smartly between those two characters. That she said, "Oh, maybe if we did start dating, we would have." Broke up, we would have broke up awkwardly, and I'd have such a meaningful conversation now. It's like, wow, that's a yeah, really smart, way, a mature way to. No, she, think she, of that she's actually like, like the actual like smartest character in the show. I think I think she's like my favorite <laughs> second love interest for females out of all the K dramas I see. Because mm-hmm. like she's smart and witty, she's assertive, but she's still charismatic. 
Yeah, especially when she fucks on like the dad. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like the uh, the one filing for a candidacy. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm your ideal daughter-in-law, but you're not my ideal father. <laughs> like, I don't like people that are assertive and driven like me. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, we want to move out and only visit during <laughs> birthday and holidays. I was like, damn, I kind of wish she shot on the mom too, just to <laughs> you know. Yeah, the, the oh man, the mom's kind of terrible. It's like she she's she's like such a non-character, like. <laughs> All she does is scream. <laughs> scream and be useless and come oh anyway, okay. Yeah, after that, um, talk about the second theme, maybe. Oh, yeah, second theme, I think inferiority complex. And I think I found it really interesting. I feel like you can, like, it's not just Wonky who's, because it's him and his best friend, uh, Uil. How are you saying it? Uil. Uil. Uh, because uh, they grew up together. And if anything, the outside perception is that Huang Yi would have a inferiority complex to Uil, yeah, right? Because he's so competent. But in actuality, and public. in actual, yeah, in actuality, like Uil's like the one. And I kind of picked up on this. Like Uil's like kind of like the surrogate to Huang Yi's family for yeah, him. Yeah. Like he's like every scene that the the mom and dad are there. It's like it's always they literally say, "I wish you could be our son." Yeah, they, they, they say that a lot, but it's like. But like throughout the series, it's always they're always focusing on Kong and like Huang Yi almost never interacts with the mom and dad. He interacts with a uh, uh, Il uh, Isu. Yeah, yeah, Isu, yeah. Isu, like he, he's fine. They have they, like they have a good they have a good relationship. But like, and I was like kind of thinking, yeah, yeah, like the reason why uh, he was made CEO in the first place was so uh, Hong Ki could pick up and learn to be more like. Who well, it's like, and he can he, also express his idea. Uh, he being uh, Kong can express uh, Huang Yi's ideas much better than he can, at least at the start of the mm, show. Yeah, and and I kind of even feel like you can, uh, what do you call it? Trace it down to even uh, the the female characters. Uh, oh yeah, like the sisters for sure. Yeah, I mean, like what yeah. siblings probably don't feel, especially like in Asian households, right? You're like, oh, you should be like your older brother or be oh, like your geez. older sister. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying it's for all, but I'm sure there's, if at least in my family, obviously not in my direct family, because yeah. <laughs> I don't have any siblings. Oh, yeah. Want me to just start shooting on? Actually, not even. <laughs> well, I don't even have any direct siblings, but even I've heard like, oh, you should be like your cousin or yeah. so and so. You know, like, yeah. oh, they look how they got Look how, look how successful they are. Yeah, exactly. Doing jack shit. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, oh, I feel like it's even worse when it's like fuckers you don't even know about. Like, I don't even. Like, what am who's I supposed tell, to do? Who's We're, judging me? Who is like, this? It's like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? It's like, how am I? Why are you comparing this to, to, to me to this person that I don't know anything about? Like, well, what am I supposed to do with this information? Cool. <laughs> They're a doctor. Awesome. Uh, like, you know, I, I think that that's a theme that transcends not even just. I mean, I think it's prevalent. It's more prevalent in Asian families. I would just say anecdot anecdotally, mm-hmm. but I would say this is a theme prevalent even in most families, right? Like younger or maybe even some cases older siblings being compared to quote unquote the the favorite child mm-hmm. or the quote unquote better sibling yeah, right definitely. and having some sort of complex like that and that i think that shines through explicitly for uh huang gi and u il but also fuck so uh cheru un yeah ro un and uh ga yeah yeah which you didn't put in yeah i'll just I'll yeah just yeah yeah linker in there yeah that's a good idea actually yeah yeah yeah, and I was also like not even like, uh, but from Ruan's perspective, being compared to her older sister, but even like the older uh, Ga and and Il Yisu 
uh, for Kong's affection. Oh yeah, like, yeah. like she definitely did yeah, not. Cause, cause Yisu, Yisu has been trying 20 fucking years or however long <laughs> to get Kong to like actually care about her. Right. Um, but like, Oh, you have this random woman who's working at the company. Basically came out of nowhere. It's like, well, who's this bitch? Isu even straight up asks, like, what did you do to blow his mind like that? Yeah, it's... And then, like, you can't just help but feel sad about yeah, that. A little, a little bit. Like, there's um, really no way to... <laughs> like, up until, like, I, with the scene where uh, it shows what she said to G.A. before, I was like, man, this girl's been suffering. And then telling her to kill herself, okay, kind of. Well, she didn't... Not exactly, but... She told her to... Vanish, but, de- but but definitely like didn't help the situation especially when she actually there is one more theme i think we should oh, yeah. talk about and i think you already know where i'm on to with this but uh the idea of self-harm oh yeah and i think that relates more to the struggling of communication because i i think look i'm not a doctor right but i think those of which who have trouble expressing themselves and feel like they're not being heard like sometimes you know unfortunately maybe they might at least as portrayed through the show, through Isu, if they're not being heard or they're not quote-unquote being seen for who they truly are, sometimes they feel like the only outlet that can deal with that is self-harm, right? Or just to stop, you know, whatever. Like she's, like Isu said, like when dad would yell at Huangi, the only time it would stop is if she hurt herself. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty That's sad. That's, sad. that's legitimately that's sad. Because that sounds like something that happens. Right. Yeah, no, and look, I'm not a doctor. I'm just going based off of Oh, rather, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I'm just going off based off what they show in the show. But uh, it's believable to me, you know, like I, I could believe that those who are, who aren't being heard or they feel invisible or their opinions not being considered, maybe an outlet to deal with that sort of stress is unfortunately hurting yourself. Not saying it's the answer, but no, yeah. I could see why they arrive at that conclusion. Yeah, and I think the in show, fact, I would say it's not yeah. the answer, just to clarify. And I will say, I'm pretty sure the show does point it out uh, with the main relationship, where where they're saying you you just need like somebody to listen to to, to your, your thing to be able to understand you, yes, yeah, to I mean, keep quote unquote knocking on that door, I, right? And, they and, love that yeah, analogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think like with Yisu, like it was pretty clear that she didn't really have anybody. Like I think up until she kind of quote unquote like let go of of everything of she, like putting on airs yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Huang, yeah if anything huang gi for sure mm-hmm. saw the real her but sometimes that she might need yeah you need more you can't you can't all you can't all put it on like one person it would help to you know have other people to, to, to just vent to sometimes yes. you know um because otherwise it, like kind of the classic oh you're gonna bottle up your emotions but hey guess what don't fucking do that yeah, it's, it's not, not, not healthy for you both well, physically and mentally right yeah so yeah i think uh, that's a good uh and i think uh, and uh, trying to think of like, I remember reading a blog post because I, I just wanted to see. Okay, what are other? What were people saying about the show? Just to sure. see where. No, I actually um, wanted to know what the general consensus. And I was, I, I think it was like I was specifically for episode five because that's the big info dump one. Right. It's like, okay. And they still, they still even ended up changing stuff a little <laughs> bit. But it's like, and I remember think, uh, like one of the things I remember seeing is like, you know, is what Ga went to like enough to kill herself. And I remember thinking, like. Yeah, I, feel- I remember my initial thought was like, this is truly a tragic moment, but I was like, she didn't seem like to be in a place where she would arrive to that conclusion, right? Mm. But then I think once they further expand upon that in the later episode, I was like, okay, I guess. No, so Because for me, it's always been, it's like, and I, I may, may, maybe this is me thinking of them as like an actual person and not like a piece of media where they didn't, okay, they didn't show which is good why. though, right? Cause I think that kind of speaks yeah. to the strength of it's it. Like, it's like, okay, the show didn't show like 
I guess a, a more convincing reason why, but it's like you don't know, like exactly. It's like okay, like she's being uh, treated as like just like like an afterthought by by Will, right? Like yeah. she's through through her under fucking abandoned bus, her um, in front of the man that she actually loved, right? Which also I just wanted to okay when you watched that episode, did you did you like have any thoughts like who she actually had a crush on? Or? So. When they initially framed it, like when uh she went on a practice date with Huang Gi, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, are they gonna do the what's it called? Um uh secretary's in love with the boss, but the boss doesn't notice type mm-hmm. of deal. And then you know, the way they framed it initially was Ji Hye was in lo- was infatuated with Uil with mm-hmm. Kong, right? But then Kong dumped uh well, dumped isn't the right okay. word, abandoned her. Right. So I thought it's like, Oh, that's what drove her and that plus they added the context of okay. You know, so, Isu suggesting harm. So you okay. So that's what it initially was framed as. Like, okay, this makes this makes sense. Because from my perspective, I never for a second believed she was in love with Uwe. Because yeah, see, I think you got just got the the four D chess brain. Yeah, no, because I, I, I was I, I got caught by the swerve at the end. Because uh, and my main point, okay, number A, number uh, A, number yeah, yeah. Number A, I mean, every a, a is a letter in the map. Every every map. every time her interactions with Uel, she does not look comfortable at fucking all. <laughs> um, which okay, maybe you can say she's nervous. Um, she's nervous. Oh, she's nervous because she's in love. Whatever. But um, my my exhibit B, my strongest one, right? When when she's making the painting, also the the painting too. I think to me made way more sense to to. I, yeah, at first I was like, huh, what what does Kong look at to? Just because it's this painting. Because I picked up, oh, it's the fucking view from 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 his window. Ah, see, but, here we go. But galaxy brain. But but, but, but here when 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 Rowan's like, hey, come to my Christmas show. Who's the first person that she goes to to ask? Well, she didn't actually ask about him to go. But the uh, the very next scene is her uh, talking to it about eh, talking to Huangi about it. Mm-hmm. So like my assumption was like, oh, she's. Yeah, she's gonna fucking ask him to go. I guess but my, because... my, my thought about it was that she was asking him because still Huang Gi is technically Ji Hye's yeah, boss. Yeah. So like, it's like, oh, I gotta ask for the time off. That's okay. what I, I perceive that. But, I mean, I think your per, your view is actually the correct one. But I yeah. think it was actually like at first I was when they when they revealed that Ji Hye was a uh, was in, uh, in love with Huang Gi. I thought it was like, oh, they wrote that in last second just to fill in time, but. The more they fleshed it out, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it and actually then, makes more sense. And I just sense. remember, like, um, when she gave the photo, uh, the picture to Kong, like she didn't really give it to him. Like, yeah. I, I, like yeah, he kind of took it. Like yeah. he didn't. He didn't. If it really was for him, why didn't she just say, "Oh, this is for like"? Even if you're even that nervous, I feel like you would say if you do intend to give it to him, because um, he was so willing. He to was accept so it. because he was so forward with it. He was so. He assumed it was his. Yeah, and and she's he's her boss. And then so they had like, a drunk mistake, so like and it further the increases and, the you know misunderstanding. So I mean, that's at least that's my perspective. But I guess hearing you also think that she was in love with Kong, I guess makes. I think that was intentionally kind of to, a fake. to miss. Yeah, to to yeah, to no. mislead the viewer. I mean, yeah, I do think that I think the, that was intentional. The stinger at that episode when the fucking friend. The third guy who was in a love triangle because he he was gonna so give many her... fucking like directions in this shit because <laughs> because that was treated Wait, as like hey, can a, you mention a being in a, in a love entanglement with your sister that's kind of awkward right like not not in the sense that Huang Gi was affectionate for Isu in that sense but more like your be- your 
You're, like one of your friends. <laughs> the, is a... the the girl that your love interest uh, is is interested in has a crush on Huang Gi, who is your brother. Like that's kind of like yeah. see, just explaining that sounded muddled, right? Yeah, so it's it's basically no lot, lots of, lots of tangled webs. Yeah. in this show. But anyway, okay. I just wanted to. I think that was like the biggest thing I wanted to ask you about. If if you and I kind of want to get because Bianca didn't watch that one. I kind of want to get her take on it, but like. Yeah, I never for a second. Did she watch any of them? She watched like the first couple. Okay. Um, She's like, but then the same for me. No, no, no. She really wanted to, but but I was like, hey, I got I got to finish the show like right now. So <laughs> uh, I, I actually watched it during uh, during my work. So oh, fair like, hey, you know, as long as you got all the important points. Got a, yeah, it was actually wasn't a, as bad as uh, I thought it would be. But anyway, it's <laughs> getting into characters and arcs. We think we spent and, and I, oh. yeah, no, we spent enough time. But just to clarify, folks, although we did talk about some heavy stuff, the show makes sure to into sprinkle. So definitely comedic and lighthearted moments, like uh, Opie will probably bring up at some point. Yeah. Uh, Song, Song Bong, I think that's how you say pronounce that name. Oh, yeah, I didn't write out. Yeah, I just put them all. That's fine. Well, we're gonna go through them anyway. But Song Bong, uh, like he he's he's a really comedic relief character, right? He's shown to be a hard ass, but eventually he shows like his more sensitive and yeah. vulnerable side. But he has a funny moment with the boss when he <laughs> when he thinks his life is in danger. <laughs> And they do have a little pseudo drowning scene. I guess that is a trope. They oh, did have a drowning there, scene. There, there we go. He's it. like, "Oh, I was in the fucking navy." <laughs> like he just shouts. <laughs> he was like, in the navy, but he can't swim. But he, it's because uh, he worked in the fucking post office of the navy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into these characters and arcs. So, who do you want to start with in the Silent Monster? Well, thing? I guess we'll go in the order that Wikipedia has them. Uh, so you, you, he, the the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I really thought she had like a really. I know. I think. Huangki ends up having nice moments with most of them, um, but I think like she was like probably the first one outside of Rowan to really uh, expand. Um, and I, I think Huangki is like yeah, like like when he picks her, the reasoning why he picked her for the first presentation for for the noodle. Right, I thought that was very sweet. Um, and I think it's when yeah, they... it's meant to be like family memories, yeah. and who would understand family memories more than a mother, yeah. right? Uh, and then like I think it, I want to say it's it's either when they're in Malaysia or. I, I don't, and I think it might have been, well, I just remember him telling her, you know, you keep thinking of your status as a mother and as a married woman as like a weakness. As oh, like yeah, a it's when, they, when they went on a retreat. Yeah, yeah, um, but but it, it really is your strength. It's like, that's where, you know, you're most valuable. And I thought that's so. Hard. And then, yeah, that was like, man, that, that's why he's the GOAT. But yeah, no, she, she's like, I was like, she's like the doting kind of motherish type who, who's very, you know, caring about the other ones. And Let's just, giving him advice and bring, shit. Brings bread Give in. Give him red ginseng, which helps him, I guess. No, it's like, I think her main, her main perception is she's just a mouthy mother that mm. doesn't really have much to contribute, right? But like you said, that that's actually more of a strength than it is a weakness. Yeah, and she's able to turn around and, you know, she's, show, she's able to prove that she's capable of with those traits but also be a capable worker mm-hmm. in fact yeah. she uses those traits yeah definitely uh then we get to uh gyori yeah uh, the former uh ex- second ex-terror yeah. ex-secretary <laughs> gotta clarify uh and then like yeah so basically she she was kind of uh very very like i'd say like clungy in the sense that like she yeah, can't yeah, really yeah, express herself yeah, yeah. And even when when she gets into her own love triangle, not not the not the gut one with Sejong, but the her Rowan and uh, Sejong. That was kind of sad it's too. Funny. Yeah. Oh man, a little okay. lame. Oof. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm kind of glad they didn't end up together in the second episode. I'm like, okay, not. 
I know they left it open ended at the in the end, but I'm like, okay. I actually like how her story concluded. Yeah. But eventually, she is able to like have confidence in herself and be able to express herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she, she, you know, she goes from the cliche, oh, let's pretend we're dating and then we're gonna fall in love. But then she's like, no, actually, I'm gonna focus on being just you focus know, on myself. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, that was cool. So I'm getting into yeah, Sun Sun Bong, who is the guy, the, the guy with the glasses. Uh, as we kind of said, he has kind of comic relief. Anything else to say about him? I mean, like we mentioned earlier, uh, so I would say he has the opposite problem in the fact that uh, he he doesn't have a problem expressing himself, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. But there actually is a more thoughtful side to him that is shown mm-hmm. throughout the uh, throughout the show, like. I don't know how to put it, like the, uh, the, or rather more hardworking and earnest side to him. Like, for example, the uh, horror theater idea, mm-hmm. like at first he says it as like a joke, a tongue in cheek joke. Yeah. But once it's actually pursued as an idea, like he, he's able to show his, uh, his insightful side. Mm-hmm. I would say. You know, I actually do think, I feel like I remember that, that episode, I, I felt like to me, he was like the first person to actually like, be like friendly with 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 Huang Ki. Like I think I, I swear he's like Huang, like he was the first person that I saw Huang Ki like la- uh, like smile with that wasn't Rowan. Yeah, yeah. But like, and I feel like I kind of like that because you know with the boat episode when they were both like being the introverted like self about like oh fuck what do I say? Hmm. I, I kind to me in in my head it made sense that those two kind of like hit it off because they're kind of like on a similar wavelength. Not to say that he he's like introverted, but he's like you know kind of just awkward. Yeah, no, it was like, oh, off-putting, oh, like I just remember uh, when everyone left the office and he was, it was just him and Huang Yi. This was like an earlier episode. He's that like, was funny. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. uh, I should ask him for, for, for to, to dinner. And he's just and like, then he ended up leaving just to... like, just eating fucking instant ramen. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what does he ever pay for lunch? If anything, he's more of like, he's on the more I'm misunderstanding side as opposed to, because now that we're talking about it, I think he's more of you. Like he's the opposite part of the theme, and he's the one misunderstanding mm-hmm. as opposed to the one being misunderstood. Yeah, but eventually that. he's able to understand yeah. Huang Yi. Right. Uh, and getting into the last one, uh, Sei Jong, who started off as just uh, a goof off, Rowan's like coworker that puppy followed, love. followed him to the yeah. Oh yeah, that's why he's a puppy. You know? Yeah, that's that's why I thought the actual t- uh, okay. reasoning for that. I can, I can get behind that uh, that kind of stuff, but I still thought it looked kind of goofy. It does look a little goofy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, he's he's like hard, like oh, I'm just I'm just here to fuck around, yeah, and <laughs> follow this girl that I like. Uh, and then they kind of get a sub, he gets a subplot with Yori where she has a crush on him. Um, but and then I think it was kind of interesting though uh, when he was like going really hard at Rowan, and she's like, oh, you know, you're always like kidding around and you're not being sincere, and he's like, what the fuck, I'm. The fuck? <laughs> like he, he's actually being misunderstood because his but his perception is off. Mm-hmm. Or rather, people Roland's perception of him specifically was off. So Yeah, I thought it was kinda of interesting and, and and once again a more uh parallels between him and you know other you know, Huang Ki who's like really trying hard like not direct at all versus him who's very direct. So Yeah. And um then uh Yeah, he, despite being someone so extroverted and direct you know, he's still being misunderstood and ironically by someone that he has romantic feelings for. So I think that further shows that, you know, everyone is still a little misunderstood to some degree, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, uh, I think getting into, uh, you know, it's going to Se- Seo Yongjong. 
I swear it was spelled completely different. Yeah, oh no, no, no. In, in Netflix, I think it was Y E O N J E O N G. So yeah, so this is uh, Huang Ki's first uh, love slash girlfriend. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the name of the Korean guy that we hung out with in high school? Jung? Jung Yi, right? Was it Yi? I thought it was Yi. I only remember Jung, yeah. the Jung part. Because we said Jung only, but... Oh, was it Jung Hyung? <laughs> oh, Jung... Jung... Oh, you know what? I think, yeah, it was like... I Jung... think you might have just called him Jung. I know. I don't, I don't remember calling him anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... Um. You know, uh, respect. Got to keep the Korean name. You know, don't don't conform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Should instead of imagine calling him like Joe or John, just John. something basic. Or John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta anyway. make everything about you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, I would say Young Jong isn't really misunderstood. If anything, she she she's uh more, and I don't think she misunderstands either. I think, mm-hmm. if anything, she's actually really observant. She's yeah. able to express herself. So I think that's something that a lot of the characters can play off of. And that kind of shows, like, I think the there, there's some some key... No, that's not, that's not the right word. There's some endearing moments between her and uh, Huang Gi, right? Because mm-hmm. she's kind of able to read him because she understands him. Yeah. And I thought it was nice to just have her there just to show, show that... Uh, difference yeah no no like to me i, I kind of picked up on like she's very like kind of she's like a parallel to row one like not just being a love interest for wong Yi, but also personality wise and that they're both com- especially compared to him uh they're both like trying to get him like out of his shell kind of right um but she's probably more tactful mature, yeah yeah i would say yeah which is kind of weird because sometimes i'll be like she would say shit like like be very direct about it be like, oh, fuck, uh, we're, we're gonna fight over him. <laughs> she, she said this. She's kind of making. Too. Yeah, no, she did. I think it's like kind of to make light of the situation. It's just so she. I think she has a higher degree of maturity and is able to show it. But I really appreciate her character, especially when like she shat on the dad, and I thought she was kind of slick to when she when she bowed out. She's yeah. like, oh, I left without telling them I'm moving <laughs> to the states, so I'll linger in his mind. I don't know. I thought. Oh yeah. yeah. I thought she was really cool. Cause it's like she, she, cause it's. I was kind of worried when she came back into the picture. I'm like, oh god, here we go. We're gonna have some emotional like fucking scenes between her and Rowan. We're gonna like fight. No, but if anything, something. they're like, but like a yeah, good version no, of frenemies. She, she's right? even, like even Rowan's like, I don't know if you're my enemy or my friend. Like I don't know what to call this. Like this is weird. <laughs> um, but I know I I did appreciate her too. Like she she's just kind of like she's kind of there to like you know maybe move move him along. See what's going, you know. See where they where, where they're at. Like she's shy, she, like obviously she has feelings for Huang Gi and she tries to act upon them, but she's not a cold, heartless person. Yeah, right? yeah. I think that's like the she key. takes care of a uh, Roan. Yeah, right. It's like after I forget when they went to the spa together. I think it's. It was like after she found out uh, Huang Gi chose his sister over Ji Hui. I think is how they framed it. Okay, you know what I mean? Because Ji Ji Hui, not Ji. Uh, Isu hurt herself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So, she was a cool character. Didn't even care that, or didn't do everything Like, she, she wasn't, like, malicious, right? Yeah, yeah, like, I, think that's, even, I think that's the main thing. She wasn't yeah. malicious, too. If anything, she was opposite of it. She was caring. Like, even yeah. to the point where, um, uh, she literally set up a scenario where she had Huang Gi alone at the art gallery, but she ditched Huang Gi so mm. Ro Eun can uh, catch up to him yeah you know i was like wow for <laughs> someone who's quote-unquote a rival a love rival like you're really giving them a lot of uh opportunities lot of space, yeah but hey i mean like maybe she recognizes 
the relationship between Rohan and Huang Gi, and it's like, oh, you know, maybe she is good for him, mm-hmm. right? But she can also can't help that part of herself that, you know, is infatuated with him. Yeah. Okay, and then getting into uh, Isu, uh, Huang Gi's sister. Uh, so yeah, so I think at the very beginning, you know, kind of like the rest of the family, she's kind of like spoiled, like rich person. I kind of got. Um, but then, like, once they really expand onto her character... Uh, it's more than just... Yeah, if anything, than... I wouldn't say that at all, aside from just having luxury shit. Yeah. Hey, if you're rich, I guess you have to. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just remember the scene where the mom's like, oh, I'm not gonna... I'm not getting out of bed until Wongi comes home. Like, like, well, you're a mom? <laughs> Sound like a five-year-old. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't live... Well, I guess he, she just wanted him to live. He, wa- yeah. he was living there, but obviously moved out because yeah. his dad's a dick. Yeah, so Yisu, as we as we've said before, uh, she was kind of like the I guess preferred child between uh, the mom and dad. Like the dad literally says, like when they have the they're, they finally have the emotional moment between all four of them. Well, he's like, oh, you're the only, he's like, like you're, you're the my only, only prize. It's like, oh, Hongi oh. fucking sucks, but you're you're supposed to be the good one. It's like, oh, you know, when she finally comes clean about like you know herself harm. Um, no, yeah, I think she's a good like example of the whole keeping your like 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 even last keeping episode, it all bottled yeah, even the last episode when she's like oh uh, when Rowan says no notices how similar they are and I you know I do think um, you know they really are just you know having trouble. They both had an inferiority complex almost to their to the Jihui, mm. I would say right. Uh, and so yeah, and then we get no, I was I was also noticing uh, when she was like making like a flower arrangement. Or something, and oh, then she, yeah, she, oh, she cut know. herself. It's like, oh, see, it's symbolism. It's like she's trying to do Every something. Rose has its thorns. She's, yeah, she's trying to do something like put on a nice bouquet flower arrangement, but she's really hurt. In doing so, she's hurting herself. Oh man, I mean, so she smart. even she even wore <laughs> she even wore gloves to cover it up. Oh, yeah. No, I think in her sense and how she's being misunderstood, and then you know, this is such a real thing today in people's relationships. I would dare say, is that um, uh, she's covering up her her flaws in her relationship right and she's not exactly being vulnerable or open to Uil or to mm-hmm. kong uh right so it makes him think that there's nothing i could o- i think he even says mm-hmm. yeah, I think, yeah. that there's nothing that he can offer to her right like it feels like he's the only one that's fucking up right but so when she finally expresses her herself like her true feelings to kong you know it really shows to them like I think it improves their relationship that they're able to be vulnerable with another person and be honest, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Which I think very, she's finally able important. to be heard by the one that she wants to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought the scene that they had at the child's park mm-hmm. when, uh, she's like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. You're the worst. Then she starts like slapping on the shoulder. Like I thought that was really an endearing moment to see those two come so far. Mm-hmm. Actually something I want to point out, you know, throughout the show, they never have a date that actually happens, right? Like when they go to see to the uh, theater, I think, I think it, it gets interrupted, yeah. right? When they go to yeah. the art you gallery, it gets interrupted. Right. The only time they have a date that actually yeah. goes through is on the wedding day. And really, then, you know what happens at the end of you know what happens at the end of that? You know what happens? He's like, "Hey, I think uh, I can marry." <laughs> no, like, no, I was pointing out like like that, little... I think that's actually good like directing right there. Like that's oh, good that's a good idea. <laughs> no, 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 that's terrible. <laughs> Don't let Joanna hear this. But uh, no, that that I thought that's actually like really smart directing, right? Because they keep 
like the one time their date actually does work out it ends in like super bad yeah, no, no. like i just like remember thinking anticipation. i just remember thinking in the middle of the series like all fucking kong does is stand her up again <laughs> and again, again and again jesus fucking christ oh my god but anyway so. And then they have a finally when they revisit that park date, it does go well. Thankfully, because yeah. characters have finally decide to like be more honest with each other. Yeah, and then you know it leads to their relationship going well. Yeah. Okay, getting into our main heroine, uh, Che Rowan. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna skip Kong entirely. Oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, go, go into our main be... heroine, Kong. No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Covered up a whole. Hey, they they, they shared. Hey, they shared a bed together before. Uh, Multiple times. Rowan and Kong uh, <laughs> No, uh, so Kong is Kong. Kong is like the quote unquote better CEO. Yeah, he's like the ideal, right? Yeah. Like he he's a strong leader. He's charismatic. He has conventional ideas, but I would dare say that a lot of the success. That brain PR was experiencing in that time was due to Huangi's mm. unconventional ideas and his unconventional approach, but he wasn't able to present that clearly. So Huangi, no, Huangi, uh, Kang Uil is the uh, the cat, or rather, the face yeah, of yeah, expressing yeah. that. Right, he's the catalyst for that. And uh, you know, you'd think someone like that, like they they don't have any extra thoughts in their mind, right? Like. They're able to say everything they want to say because they're such a quote unquote master of communication. But something of Ro Un says, uh, repeats, is that those who are not in power are always apologizing. And that's not verbatim, but she says something to that effect, right? And yeah, Wu Il is always shown to be apologizing in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. He actually apologizes less near the end, let me say, <laughs> except till his big redemption, right? But, um, uh, no, he. Even even someone like that, even someone so great and charismatic, or outgoing rather is the word for it, has things that he can't share or things that he can't express, mm-hmm. right? I, I think it's really interesting you brought up the apologizing because the instigating incident is Kong not wanting to apologize for yeah, his infidelity. For for yeah, for and kind of being the reason why a person a woman killed herself. Um, and although he did play, there's a lot of responsibility. Oh yeah, but like, on that. it's like you can't say he didn't play a part. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> a major, major factor in that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like, oh. Maybe I would say maybe even majority. But who's to say in percentages, right? You can't quantify that kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. It's one of those tricky things. But anyway, yeah, and Kong. No, I just remember Bianca's like, oh, I don't trust him. <laughs> Like immediately, this motherfucker's too handsome. <laughs> there's, there's, there's something about him. He's too put. Hey, you know that's why you know we'll talk about it a little bit in the FX. But in his intro, like, his is a vault hiding treasure, right? His CGI. So like, oh, oh, you, well, right, so, you paid then. Oh jeez. So oh, I, I only noticed it. it on the second time around, oh, okay, right? Okay, okay. But you know that high. Uh, also, I didn't skip the intro because I do like the opening song. I but, um, <laughs> fair enough. But um, no, he he's a. Uh, He's someone hiding something valuable, aka valuable information on the incident on the inside. Mm-hmm. That maybe that's the perception that people have of him, right? That there is something, because it's too well put together, right? Yeah. There has to be something off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, the reveal really was like I don't know. Like the, the the first thing that comes out of his mind or mouth is like, how is this gonna affect me? Oh boy, not exactly the best. Oh, and please. look, he he has a lot to lose, right? Like. Yeah. He basically got adopted into this family. He seemed to be one of the heirs of this company. He's at the top of the company, right? He's like co-CEO. He's the face of the main company. And then 
he's basically kind of being married to the family in a political sense, not in a romantic sense, right? It's kind of mm. just used as a a pawn yeah. for the father, right? Yeah. So he has a lot to lose, like, uh, what's the word for it? Logistically speaking. So it does make sense. I mean, not saying it's right. In fact, I would say it's wrong, but it makes sense that he would behave in such a way. Mm. You know, like, personally, I think it took, like, a lot of it for me to come back from Kong, because... Like, maybe it was Bianca being suspicious of him, but I was also kind of like, I don't know about him. He's kind of weird. <laughs> There's something wrong here. Um, But, like, yeah, I guess, like, uh, did I say this in the podcast? Like, eventually, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, yeah, with the, I don't know, when we're doing the notes. Um, Like, when when it, uh, he, he uh, finally comes clean. Yeah, comes clean. Or not not even just that, but I was talking about with the uh, the orphanage uh, director. And he's like, yeah, this is, this is like, my, basically my mother. Because right. he was... Yeah, going about to his uh, inferiority complex of you know, Hongi's I, I wanna... without Hongi, like I can't actually put out good stuff, mm-hmm. or or even like I don't want to be ashamed of like my my past and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I guess I I eventually came around and like you know at this point like what what can he like? There's nothing like he can do to like really write it. It's like what well, like you know, and that, that's a lot of things when it comes to like when people are gone, like how to how do you process. Uh, I guess. Those emotions yeah, and feelings. You know, at that point, you know. And, and yeah, and I do think, you know, in the show, they were kind of veering towards where one falling for him. Like, oh, God, please don't. Please fucking don't do this. Not, don't. Um, and, they, you know, they almost did, but I feel she like. She even says, like, she, she thought she had some feelings for mm-hmm. him. Some lighthearted, or just a crush, right? And when she when she drew him, she and had And why not, drawing, right? Like, he's a super Her character. amazing drawing. That, <laughs> oh, actually, that was a good, that was a good moment. I was like, oh, who the fuck is it? So yeah, that could be anyone. <laughs> um, but you know, I, th- I think they did a, a decent job, at least uh, for me, of pulling him back and you know having having him be a, a full arc of uh you know being in a healthier place. So like when he's like af- after he comes clean and he's at the orphanage, I'm like, this dude actually looks happy. Like yeah, he came around. He's a you know another key scene that they always show is like people clenching the Arthur meme of people clenching <laughs> their fists, right, to show that. And I, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or rather, I'm observing that the reason for that is like, oh, they're not saying what they really want yeah, in their yeah. mind. They're just having inward frustration, mm-hmm. and a majority of those scenes do belong to Uyu. It's not yeah, just yeah, him. Yeah. Like, I think even Roun has one, and Huang Gi has a few, yeah, but who, a lot of them are, especially when talking to the father. Yeah, you know who fucking didn't have problems uh, saying what they wanted to say? Fucking Arthur. Deck <laughs> <laughs> them. Yeah, he's like, fucker. <laughs> what did the right hand say to the face? Oh, man. Blah! I told you not to touch it. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, that seems funny. Getting into uh, actual no, DW is actually a bitch though, for real. Like, have you seen like a YouTube compilations of her? Yeah. Uh, now she does seem well, genuinely. There, there was like a scene when uh, you remember Francine, like the 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 yeah. friend. Yeah. Uh, she's like stay. She's like staying at the house or whatever. She's like, hey Francine, I have a question for you. Why are you still in our house? It's like, what the fuck? What the hell? Get, get get out of like she totally Someone, get out. Hey, see, you got, sometimes you just gotta lift your feelings. <laughs> Maybe a little too much sometimes. Uh, but anyway, okay, getting in now, getting into uh, Rowan. So yeah, no, her like her uh, character really is also built on misunderstanding. Like her thinking, Kwangi is yeah, she's the one misunderstanding, yeah. right? Uh, thinking that yeah, he's the one primarily responsible for uh, GA's death. Yeah. And he does have a role in it. At the he end. does. It I mean, is he, he definitely. Co- yeah, yeah, he did cover it. But up. It's definitely not, covered it up, right? And then, I mean, this one's not his fault, right? He was 
he was the uh what's it called um the target of G- yeah G- no don't no, fuck that guy for like oh it's your fault because you didn't love her like fuck you you can't yeah no that guy's kind of what shit. the hell like, he was like he was like i was like what the hell man you can't say that it's yeah, like that's uh, not a crime to, <laughs> to be su- such a such a damn stud it's not his <laughs> fault oh, okay anyway oh <laughs> uh, but you know rowan you know does have uh, the classic you know she's like uh, the cl- almost the, ditzy yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Saying. No, honestly, outgoing. I, I was a little bit annoyed with her in the beginning, oh, just because yeah, how how extremely outgoing and like kind of nosy she was. Um, but I think like once we get to abrasive, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, always calling him a psychopath too, right? Because like you know, we as the audience, even from the beginning, know like Huangi is actually not a bad guy. And, I do, like, I do like how they do kind of. They don't exactly show everything on his mind, so it does build suspense. Like obviously, little, they do yeah. have the inner monologue, but. They also, there's also a lot of questions yeah, that they definitely. pose. Like, exa- for example, they don't say directly what happened in that on that incident on Christmas Eve. They eventually they build to it, but it's not shown through a monologue, right? Mm. It's shown through like uh, characters interacting. But yeah, no, um, she definitely misunderstands them. A yeah, lot. and I think it's like not like once we do get into the flashback, I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing like I at that point I was like, okay, I, I get where why she's so fired up. Because, yeah, no, that, like, people committing suicide, like, from... At a major company. At a major company. Like, that's a, that, that happens in, like, even in Asia, especially in Asia. And, and no like, one's even Asian talking companies. about it? Like, no one reports it? Yeah, like, because, that's suspect, you know, trying right? to keep, keep the status quo and all that stuff, so. Like, yeah, I got where that coming from, but then, you know, doing the thing of... And I was always kind of, like, wondering, is she, like, what, she is so, like, forward about, like, learning about Huang Yi. Like, even, like, after she's like, okay, I don't think that he's the one. But, like, it's like, man, like, it's either you're, like, in love with him or, I don't know, something else. Because it's like, you're, you're really, like, always asking. No, even Kong is like, you know, every time we talk, you're always asking about him. Like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? Um, But, no. Actually, I do appreciate, I think, when it comes to, like, love stories. I, I think I want to see them going from, like, zero to, like, you know going to see where the man instead I, I, of like instant yeah yeah at first, like, I, I think i kind of appreciate seeing it come you know seeing the love bloom from, <laughs> from nothing or even negative because definitely definitely she had a negative uh little little opinion reference about to the world only god knows right there yeah gotcha. oh, i forgot oh yeah wait what oh i was just thinking of a specific scene like oh remember when he hits up the first girl i was like oh it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of negative reactions it's just more important to build those interactions oh, yeah. At least in dating games. And then you could turn it into Bloom It Into Love. Oh, okay. That was a while ago. We should do Damn. that third season. There was a third one? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay. But uh, no, she, she's the one misunderstanding, but she learns to be a little more patient. She learns to be a little more calm and hmm. understanding of Huang Gi, right? And then since she's doing so, she's able to pull him out of his shell. And, you know, I would dare say because she's so abrasive, unlike Yong Jung, she's able to get Huang Yi to express himself, right? They even show that in the final episode, which is thank- thankfully a lighthearted episode, <laughs> right? But uh, she's able to get him to complain about things like chewing with your mouth open or eating in the car or eating in bed. Yeah. I thought, you know, I thought initially that she was playing 4D chess and just being <laughs> intentionally annoying to get Huang Yi to uh, express himself. But no, Rowan was just literally just, just being thinking. annoying. <laughs> Until she walked away and expected him to come back for her. But then he was like... And then he dished her <laughs> a little bit. Oh, so he couldn't... Uh, 
People can't get through. You gotta move the car. It's not, maybe. I guess so. Yeah. Um, and actually, I do appreciate, though, like, it's not just... Because I think uh, the uh, premise of the show makes me think, okay, she's going to be the one teaching him how to be, like, more extroverted. But no, I think... She does in a what, sense. Yeah, like, but, like, I think it's it's a give and take. It goes both ways. And I kind of like how, like, her interaction with him made her a little more understanding about yes. people like him. Yeah. You know, like, pressure her to, like... Like, maybe she has a better understand, better relationship with her father because of that. She's able to... Yeah, yeah, because she was... Yeah, yeah. She's, she's able to have a more... Uh, 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 expanded insight onto mm. people like that. Uh, he's the one who told her, you know, the reason why he told you to to stay to to don't do anything about uh, GA suicide is because he wanted to keep you safe and stuff like Can't that. Lose. God yeah. lost her mom and oh, and they lost his wife and his daughter. Actually, yeah, well, I guess we we could talk about, uh, talk about the rest the of their family bit, too. Yeah. Um, Jesus, the mom. You want to just get into the mom because, like, I feel like yeah, the dad was like, I feel like he was the one. Like, like it's shown in the little scene where uh, the mom was like scolding the shit out of her and then the friends the fucking jokers are like oh the fucking dad never says anything because like to me like okay the dad he's like the type who's like he won't scold you but he will be like I, I, to like me, when he, he seems, took her bags on like a huff yeah yeah he's kind of like yeah kind of like Wang Yi's like he won't say anything directly but he does he, he will show that he cares sometimes but it also shows that to those who don't know what's on your mind they might think, oh, he's just being dismissive of me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so yeah. that's why it's, it's important. Like, eventually, the father is even able to start expressing himself yeah. better. Uh, hey, he was willing to burn. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I love that scene. He didn't so even much. bring a match, though. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, he's, I just like, like a half ass okay, okay, quick question. How the fuck did he get in the building? How did he get into I know. The, yeah, no, that's definitely a problem, what is this, right? What is the scene? Like, what is the, the security? Whoever the front <laughs> office person is should be fine. This sure. random barber dude walks this in man with, walks in with, <laughs> with gasoline. Like, you're really going to let this guy <laughs> in the building? Okay. Oh, that was funny. Uh, and then the mom, yeah, basically. That's definitely a problem, for sure. Yeah, but, I didn't even think about that. Good yeah. catch. Yeah, they let him in this building with that shit. Like, what the fuck? So, uh, I just thought it was funny. but uh, And then the mom literally saying like after the, the sister commits suicide and Rowan's trying to put up a good face and trying to, you know, be a light. Yeah. Um, like, Oh, Hey mom, you think, uh, you haven't made kimchi in a while. You think you should make kimchi? And mom's like, there's nobody left in this house. See kimchi. It's like, what the fuck? I thought you had two kids. Like, like, huh, and look, I get, it's really easy to criticize right. What's right or wrong there, but it's really hard to judge people's way of grieving. So, so it is understandable, right? You lost your eldest child, and that's probably the one that you were doting on more, right? The mom in that sense. Mm-hmm. So, so it makes sense that she'd be upset about it. But like, God, she basically just ended up abandoning little, her yeah. youngest. Not even a little bit. Like, she straight up <laughs> abandoned her emotionally. And, you know, people can die from broken hearts. That mm-hmm. is a thing. So. so that was kind of unfortunate or pretty sad. In both, like, a tragic way, but, yeah, just lots of sad things going on. So, um, I, I think that's why it was more touching when she ended up eating Hongi's yeah. kimchi. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. the symbolism of, like, oh, he's healing her, you know, he's helping her out. Because yeah, he even, yeah. once again, just like Il, someone who's so extroverted, like, even then, they have stuff that they're mm-hmm. dealing with internally that they don't share. But yeah. they put on a happy face, like Isu, like Il. The only one who's like not willing to put out the happy face is a uh, Huang Yi, mm-hmm. which you can kind of appreciate because that means he's being authentic when he yeah. is being uh, more uh, happy, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Oh, actually, I do want to mention. We'd be remiss to not mention the ex-secretary, yeah, who is unfortunately the most tragic, misun- 
tragically misunderstood character in this series. Yeah. So yeah, GA was the, you know, kind of, uh, as we said, secretary, prior secretary committed suicide. Show opens with it. Um, and yeah, I think just like, like seeing her, and I I think it's kind of interesting, like that she was in love with Wong Yi and like, you know, adding her on to the mix uh, of like, the, the the females dude that fucking love pentagon I, or whatever it's just so um, but, but, but but i think like you know how we said like uh young jung and rowan were similar uh ga is actually more similar to wong Yi, oh, and, like, yeah. she was also kind of introverted kind of unable to express unable to express themselves having so many thoughts in her head mm-hmm. yeah and then you know but we see that she was like a very sweet character who you know like doing the whole like practice dating thing yeah you know. and when they should open with that i thought they were going to go with the cliche of secretary in love with their boss but can't express it which they ended up going with but unlike you they swerved me to to me i kind of took and and i like she's helped like and like oh why is she helping uh wang yi get with uh young jung it's like well like to me that's like that's her helping the person that she loves with that's like because she you know in her mind i cannot be i can't be with him right it's like a forbidden Which is love fair. kind of thing that's fair um even though will's like oh, who cares about that oh <laughs> 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 uh, fuck that literally oh god um but yeah no like very very selfless and and then you know the, the oh yeah, the shoe thing too i remember thinking that was another mystery like oh why how come she didn't leave with the uh how come she didn't she left the shoes i don't know uh I'll, I'll dunk on Bianca. He's like, oh, it's because uh, she didn't want to fucking accidentally fall. I'm like, she, 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 she's, she's committing suicide. What the fuck? You accidentally. She, I think that, it was meant to be. Isn't that the plan? It was. It was something. It was how I interpreted it as like. <laughs> how I interpreted it as like it was meant to be a moment. It was a pleasant gift given from her boss to her, so she didn't want to ruin it in her. Man, I really life. read it. I really went the whole way. It was like, damn. I was like, no, because those were the shoes of the person. That's crazy. Yeah, she wants to preserve it, but Man. You know, she gets misunderstood not only by Wu Il, gets misunderstood, but she gets misunderstood by Huang Yi. Any Su. Any Su. He's right, like, right. hey, you're trying to steal my man. He's like, wait, no, I don't I don't even like him like that. I was just fucking blasting. <laughs> or the way I kind of interpret like, maybe like she uh, turned to Wu Il. Just um, also out of frustration. Maybe, yeah, because it's like, fuck, romance. because, you know, like, that's her get finally giving up on Huang Yi, because, you know, he's going on his old date that he didn't even show up on. I and, know, like, guys, everyone's, everyone's getting L's. So, so much drama. Everyone's getting L's. Uh, but yeah, no, she, this is a pretty dramatic story. Anyway, going into, uh, finally, our, our final character, our main character, Uwen Wang Yi. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of times we do these episodes, I'm like, we, we have kind of talked about the main character a lot right, at this like, point. But we yeah. talk about the theme, right? And how that theme is portrayed to the characters. But also these characters play off each other. And typically, you know, I think if shows are directed normally mm-hmm. or conventionally, it'll play off the main character. And the main character is Yun, Yun Huang Yi. But just as the title uh, suggests he's a shy boss or someone who's introverted that has trouble expressing himself but through the courses of this show his true nature shines out his true intentions come out and he's able to express himself yeah okay i think uh, i think i've said most of what i wanted about him so uh Hell, so much so that he's even able to stand up to old dad oh yeah no yeah, yeah no yeah i I, th- I was like ready for some hands I'm like oh let's go 
Because, <laughs> like, yeah, no, all the dad does is, like, like just fucking yell at him for why? Because... Because you suck! Why can't you be loyal? Yeah, no, Why can't like, you be loyal? No, honestly, like, the scene where he's, like, getting the haircut... No, okay, my dad never, like... Cut your hair? No, uh, he never yelled at me for being, like, indecisive like that, but, like... Like, when I was a kid, I would always, like, rely on him to be like, I don't fucking know how to order a haircut. So, like, I, I just... I don't know. I just thought it was kind of... It's an angry Korean man, right? Like, he never got angry, but I just, not, was just, obviously not your dad. Your dad's uh, not even Korean. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a funny thing. I think he, hey, he did a. Did, was he in the Korean War? Something like that. Oh my god, was he? Yeah, I think so. But, uh. Something like that. Hwang Gi is finally. Like, look, I think the key thing is, like, he's learned to express himself, right? He learned to not necessarily be outgoing, but he learned how to show others what he's thinking, and he didn't have to do it any different way yeah. he was able to do it in his own way and if anything that makes him more endearing and more uh, appeasing to people right like for example instead of doing big uh large presentations or uh rather speeches to lead the people i thought something ingenious he did was he made it an intimate three to four mm. or two to three uh meetings right and it could be however over drinks or <clears throat> yeah uh food with his uh with his employees and if anything he was able to show his charm on a smaller scale if anything i would say it's even more personal right because he's going out of his way to make time for his employees Mm -hmm. and i i do have to think and i know a lot of these like uh office dramas a lot of them do include boss subordinate relationships yeah and i feel like a a big thing about this one where i feel like because you know sometimes a power dynamic can feel kind of icky because it's like well shit you know he's taking advantage of but but I feel like because of Which his is situation, the yeah, they play on. yeah. But because of his like uh, situation and his temperament, like I feel like like it almost never really feels kind of weirded out. Like he does give Rowan like orders and stuff, so, but it's never like I never. Really, it's not like he's imposing his will. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and because she's also like interested in like seeing, uh, like what he's about and trying to open up to him. I think that's what for me that's one of the keys to uh, the relationship in the show. So that was uh, something. Uh, Something to point out. Anyway, I think of getting into some notable moments, questions. Such a trope. Why does everyone have to faint from food poisoning? So, uh, you know, so they could be alone in the... Yeah, to, yeah. to obviously <laughs> build those intimate scenarios, but... And also, look, obviously, I'm not from Korea, nor have I ever been to Korea, but is the weather really so drastic it become <laughs> a typhoon level of pouring in the matter of a minute? Oh, man. But, you know, oh. that's the same. I mean, one thing I picked up on is, like, why, like the fucking coincidence of... Uh, fucking you will and Yisu are gonna go to the play, the same play on Christmas Eve three years ago that Row One was in. What the heck? I mean, I don't think I don't think it really played. I don't think coincidences normally are a bad thing. There are a lot of them. Yeah, there are a lot of. They're they're not always a bad thing in stories, right? Because like at the end of the day, it's something fictional, right? So, you there's not always gonna be dramatic irony in people's actual lives, right? It's just something that sometimes they either see or. They think they see. So I think to have it in a show, like, you know, it's not necessarily bad. I guess. I could but it is also it. like, my like, what are the odds? Almost unbelievable. Oh my in God. A sense, so right? many, so many, what are the odds? Moments. <laughs> um, anyway. I, I, I oh, think, actually, sorry. One thing yeah? I do want to point out is uh, when the show starts, Jihae is shown throwing herself off the very top of the building. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the flashback that they actually cut to her, ending her life she's jumping out of the office is that different i don't fuck no because the office isn't the same as the roof of the building right because she jumps out of huang gi's window 
Yeah. Right? So what? how can she have two... <laughs> she can only jump once, is what I'm saying, right? <laughs> maybe maybe she jumped once up there, got into the balcony, and then jumped. <laughs> maybe jumped again. <laughs> no, but... So at first I was like, oh, that's a plot hole, right? Because she's shown... She's literally shown jumping off a different point. But I guess I kind of thought about it, right? Uh, when they're covering up the incident, Uil says, oh, let's not say that she jumped out of the office. Let's just say she jumped off the building. Oh. So, like, maybe... It's either well, it's either a plot hole or it's intentional. I can't tell. You know, I guess I, that's another facet I didn't. I, I kind of forgot about the whole like how marketing works, putting spins on things, right? Yeah, like yeah. their whole work is centered around you know recovering uh, like images, images or if not things. improving them. And like the whole like onus of the show was brought on because of, of, of a lie, which you know it's kind of basically like lying. Yeah. yeah, like misunderstandings. So like maybe say. it was actually. I I would like to think they intentionally showed her jumping off the wrong place to characterize the lie that Uil and uh, Huang Yi put out. That'd be pretty. And then when they show the actual nice. true events, they uh, she jumps out the window. That'd be, pretty, that'd be pretty nice. It's either that or you know they're just lazy and forgot what <laughs> <laughs> she jumped out of. But okay, uh, yeah. Anyway, notable moments uh, as we said, open to suicide. Um, oh yeah, when they fir- when the first time. Uh, Longy. He has to do a speech. Caught off guard. For I sure. thought he might get something out. No, I was. Uh, I I don't. I didn't there think was, was gonna... a part of me that's like, oh, maybe he'll turn it around. Yeah, I know. I was like, no. Nah, and I, I something I do. I like something I like that to help characterize that is that they do the whole shaky camera and they play like the ominous music yeah. to kind of entrail or rather uh, encapsulate how Huangi is feeling. Right, like he yeah. feels unsteady. He feels yeah. uh, anxious about it. No, I think I think that's an important moment too because if. It then cuts to row one, like being like, "I got my revenge, so why do I feel so empty?" Like, because like because if you end up looking at it, it's like, "Oh, I got my revenge on someone who's really just a victim of like mm-hmm. circumstances, and he's not necessarily a terrible person." Hell, I wouldn't even say he's a bad person. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, um, I think I, I think another moment that I didn't put on yet here, uh, I think was uh when they all the other employees, uh, Silent Monster employees, go to the bar. They get smashed. Oh my god! And then, then Huangi gets a phone call. It's like I have your employees. It's like what the fuck? Did, what happened? Did they get kidnapped or some shit? Like no, they're just drunk as hell. <laughs> um, but no, I think that was a very important moment too because I think that, like we said, that shows that he actually knew. Like, you know, he actually cares about his employees. He cared about his employees. And all this information. He even took a picture of the license yeah, plate I thought of that the was drivers nice to touch. ensure they got home safe. That was a very nice touch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then. Other notable moments. Uh, so to characterize, or to rather show the more lighthearted parts of the show, uh, you have the <laughs> the the, the uh, trope of a misunderstood kiss. In oh, this geez. case, it's Ro-un <laughs> having uh, spinach in her teeth, and Huangi unable to say that outwardly mm-hmm. or even explicitly makes Ro-un think that he's trying to kiss her. So yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. <laughs> the goddamn murder, the death necklace, uh, I guess. Yeah, no, there were there was like a lot of yeah because and the fact that it's the same necklace that Row One asked her sister to buy. Yeah, it was like, what are the odds? What are the odds? I mean, I know it's being advertised, and who knows what fashion is like in Korea? Like, well, we don't at least. But I get what do you it. mean? Can't you tell from our thumbnail? Like, we're just, uh, just the, the high end of oh, <laughs> not available to the public, oh, but gee. to us, spotter pod oh. stickers. Yeah, we got, we got of our logo. Yeah, that was, that was very nice. Um, even like when when uh. Isu was pointing out, oh, that's just, like, uh, her, uh, 
Her necklace is the same as mine. It's like, okay. But this necklace was meant to be important to me. But it's like, you know, what, it was a custom-made piece or something? It's like, I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have, like, multiple, what are the necklaces? But anyway, um, but yeah, between that, um, I think in the Malaysia trip, when uh, she's like, because I think a lot of the, I think Silent Monster was kind of basically set up as, oh, we're going to make Kwong Yi like an actual good like CEO, right? Which he but, does, eventually. Like, he does, but like I think the way they thought, like, I'm sure the way the... Uh, it was a dad, though, right? Who set it up, if I remember right? It was right? the dad and Ulio. And they're, I'm sure they thought it would be, you know, in a well, conventional way. Yeah, like, oh, we're just going to make you into Ulio We're going to toughen you up. Oh, boy. But re- in reality, it became more like... He became a charismatic CEO, but in his own way. Yeah. And like her telling him that he doesn't have to change, uh, you know, he could be who he doesn't have to, Yeah, he doesn't have to be a different person. Yeah, uh, I think that was that was a very uh, important moment. Uh, we said the Kong in the funeral or funeral director, she shit, <laughs> orphanage director, uh, hugging it out. That was nice. The kimchi it's scene. It shows the more uh, sentimental, yeah, and a softer side of uh, Kong. Yeah, and then we got the kimchi scene, as we said. Why they really they... did the flashback of the mom being sad twice, like within the same yeah, gotta, like gotta, episode. You really got to drive not, the not, sadness home. You know? Not even like, not even half an hour apart. It's like we literally just saw this. You don't have to yeah. repeat it. And I think this isn't a problem just with this show, but with a lot of K dramas, is you have that you're drowning in flashbacks of things that just happened. Mm-hmm. No, I hate that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like you should want. Like, I understand keeping the viewer updated on the content of the show and highlighting <laughs> important moments, but. 30 minutes at the ago. end of the day, you're making. <laughs> I'm assuming you're making content or media for your viewers to pay attention to, right? So you should. Oh yeah, I, you like should the respect things. them enough that they would res- remember something from. Like, like yeah. I know it's a two-hour block, and this is probably watched by a lot of mothers at home or stay-at-home moms, right? That are maybe folding laundry or whatever. So <laughs> maybe they, maybe the target audience does need that sort of reminder, right? But it just seems excessive to me personally. Yeah, I, I can agree. Uh, this last one here. Oh yeah, in the flashback episode after Huang Yi is successfully asks Young Jung out, and he does a little uh, his whole dance. dance like that. You I can thought... dance, though, man. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Man can dance for sure. Actually, I'll put that like all his dancing scenes. I thought were pretty, uh, pretty entertaining. Hey, yeah, he's like, not. He's not stiff, bro. Yeah, no, he, he he's able to doing. show himself. Yeah, no, like like both both the the one in the flashback and the and the final one in the rain. I do like how they tie around the whole dancing thing. Like they call back to it multiple times. And mm-hmm. the final time when he does dance, it's out basically in public or yeah. at least with other people that aren't so close to him. And he's not ashamed to throw himself out there and not think about it. And he's able to express his feelings so thoroughly. Yeah. That was a nice ending. Okay. Getting into key directing. Okay. Something I hate. And it's not, like I said, <laughs> it's just not the show. It's a yeah. lot of K dramas, but you know, like, they missed the kiss at like halfway through the show, right? But then the following preview of that episode, they show that they're kissing, like yeah. for a teaser. And look, I know you have to keep your audience like wanting to watch the next thing, but you should just do that through the content of your current episode, right? You shouldn't be like, oh, you get finally. It's like, you know, in Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, when it's like, uh, Krillin dies and they're all talking about Super <laughs> Saiyan. Like, you know, they hang, they have the cliffhanger of will Goku be able to. Uh, <laughs> defeat hey, Frieza, and then the the next episode the title is called goku <laughs> go super saiyan like, so much for anticipation right you kind of just told me what's gonna happen uh, and look maybe it's the opposite idea of like oh we'll tell them what's happening so they'll tune in next episode but i feel like that's just kind of lazy here here how about how about just change the title will goku 
go Super Saiyan. Oh, maybe. that's not how it is sometimes, yeah, you know. Maybe, maybe, In fact, most of the time it's not. <laughs> but, but I think that that helped. Maybe would it help? Probably not. Oh, well, what is he gonna? He's gonna try and it's just gonna fart. Fart. It's like, oh. <laughs> like what? What other scenario? Uh, uh, but yeah, obviously a lot of flashbacks, lot and some of, of them were well placed, right? Actually, like. Something they were doing in the beginning is, like, they would recount moments, not in a flashback way, but they would show a different perspective mm. of what happened at the end of the last episode. And, like, the dialogue, it wouldn't be, like, so different, but, like, the dialogue would be different or maybe the cuts would be different. They stopped doing that in the later episodes. They end up just reusing footage. Yeah. Like, you know, when Isu was about to throw herself off the building, they just cut to, uh, they just started where they left off, yeah. which is fine, I guess. I-, I think it's just more of a time killer than anything. But. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about the camera work and key moments. Uh, for example, like the speech. When Huang, uh, another way to highlight that is Huang Yi's second speech. Right at first, it starts it starts off ominous and unsure, but when uh, Ro Un comes in to save the day, the music becomes more. Uh, it's swelling, mm-hmm. I guess, is the way yeah. to describe. Yeah, uplifting, right? Yeah. And the camera calms down. It's Huang Yi calms down. No, I actually really love the shot where I'm pretty sure it, it, it like shows. Or you can only basically see him and her. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, her advice to him was just, just talk to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was very nice. And the contrast with the uh, the, the dancing scene when you, I, I didn't know that there were those other girls were in the. <laughs> I know, that was a surprise. Yeah, right? I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, bitch, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> she, okay. Uh, and then getting, uh, getting into the pacing, uh, as we said, kind of shifts between. You know, emotionally heavy and the lighthearted moments. It seems like they f- they front load it, and then obviously they finish off with something heavier. Mm. Like to, but I feel like I don't know if it would be better. But I feel like in let's say you watch Breaking Bad or something, right? Like typically, it's not. I wouldn't say it's comedic or lighthearted. Maybe in some particular moments, but how episodes open up, although it does build anticipation, it's not necessarily something like it's not like a huge plot point. To end mm. to to start the episode with not all the time it does happen sometimes but I feel like almost every episode was pretty consistent opening up with something emotionally heavy mm-hmm. oh yeah then, oh, yeah you're right like, and then it does the oh the freeze frame at the yeah, end of the episode yeah yeah especially at the, the end too. the chime or whatever but like for example yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I would say one time they didn't do it and I really appreciate it is like um right before the flashback episode. Uh, ended with Ro Un being intimately close to Huang Gi. Mm. And instead of starting off directly from there in the next episode, they opened up yeah, with a flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and I actually really appreciated that because it was something different. And it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. keeps people thinking like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, what the hell happened? Yeah, like, Who's this? Oh where did we le- leave off on? They, I think they did that even like a few episodes before. Mm. So I appreciated when they did do it. Definitely, definitely. Okay, getting into our final segment, <laughs> effects. Hey, as we said, we, we got five songs. Hey, we're gonna get make sure we get our money. <laughs> we're gonna get our money's worth. <laughs> Dude, they had one more song at the end. Like, I know. I yeah, know I never. I'm pretty sure that was the. I feel like it's the only time they played that song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have the. We have. I think they have the name of the songs. Not the. Is it love? Is it love? Is that the name? Yeah, that's the one for sure. Yeah, by Ben. Oh, oh okay. it's a lady. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I don't know these other. I don't know which ones are which ones. Are. Anyway, but yeah, no, I noticed that too. Uh, hey, the, 
episodes are an hour long, you're going to hear some repeats. Meant to be a two hour block, if anything. Yeah, so. yeah. So that was the thing. I mean, I, I guess I would have. I feel like, if anything, how they paced it is that between commercial breaks, like right before they hit that commercial break, they probably need to give something that makes sense. emotionally heavy. It's just off putting when you're watching it because mm-hmm. you're not thinking about it like that. There's no commercials, obviously, yeah. right? But when we're watching it in a Netflix format, but maybe when you're watching it in broadcast form, it's supposed to lead up to something big, mm-hmm. long commercial break, lighthearted, lighthearted, big emotional moment, commercial break until we get to the end. Yeah, so maybe I'm, that's why it's paced like that. Yeah, and I'm sure there's there's other. I, I've heard of that like other uh, media where it's more cut for to to play better on uh, with TV. commercials versus yeah. you're binging it all. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a understandable then. It's kind of like when you watch Raw or something. And yeah, <laughs> they get to a more lower point in the match. It's like, oh, okay, oh, we're about to hit commercial break. Yeah. Come out commercial break, and now we're gonna do our big action. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, as you said, it's got comical moments. We got some comical sound effects that were spread apart apart and stuff. Which I actually enjoyed. I thought yeah. they were timely and nothing was like distracting. If anything, it enhanced the scenes like it's supposed to. Yeah, I just remember like like when Huang Gi t- caught that soccer ball to play like yeah. a zoinking type of yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also uh, the Wonky's uh, inner thoughts being like animated. I thought that was very, very relatable too because I've definitely been in places where I'm start overthinking about social interactions, but in actuality, it probably doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like, I really do think like one of the biggest pieces of advice that I've ever heard was like, you know, uh, stop like people, like the amount of thought you give to other people, like other people are not giving that same thought about you because <laughs> they're worried about their own shit. It's true. You know, I, th- I think that's an actual uh, good piece of advice to give out. So, no, that, that was a lot, lots of cute little illustrations and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I think uh, getting into some closing thoughts. Oh, some stuff I oh, did yeah. want to drop in really quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the comparison from Phantom of the Opera. From oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then, uh, so when he was initially going to give the flowers to Ro Um, um, uh, he still he he obviously failed as shown, but he still had them delivered, so it's almost like he expected to fail, which is mm. kind of sad. Uh, and then when he obviously when he does deliver flowers, it's not even to Roun, it's someone entirely different. Oh yeah. The, the, oh, the, a plot yeah. hole I did want to point oh, out is how does Kang Wu Il, who is CEO of a PR company, not do enough of a background check to understand Roun is the sister of Secretary? It's like he didn't he didn't look at her last name. Yeah, like. <laughs> God, yeah, aren't you supposed to be the head of a, a fucking PR? Like, a little bit. Honky, you know, like he knew because he was kind of stalking her, right? Yeah. For three years. But how did, how did, like, Kang is not a stupid person, but he did something I, real. I, I think when it's like, oh my God, he doesn't know. I'm like, wait, really? How do you not? What the fuck? She has the same last name. You didn't even think about it a little bit? Like, like <laughs> you you know her last name, right? You yeah. knew, you knew you, you James, literally. Right? I hope you fucking did. He hired her. He was the one that directly hired her. They even ta- they even remark on like wow you hired someone who was an actress that's kind of weird it is kind of weird but <laughs> oh but anyway okay uh, let's see oh I thought the Rose Airlines CEO was a good foil to Huang Gi oh yeah because like he was the Rose the, yeah. The, yeah he was a power tripper Huang Gi is a misunderstood power tripper as in he's not actually a power tripper he just has that perception given by people but whereas the Rose Airlines CEO is not introverted and he's mm-hmm. not misunderstood he's actually <laughs> an asshole you yeah. know and that's why Huang he's like oh we're not gonna change his character we're just gonna support the business mm-hmm. yeah uh, necklace uh, <laughs> the Arthur fist <laughs> Arthur. 
I guess like when when uh when she's trying to get him to laugh in Malaysia, then he he loses it when he gets drunk and sees her. That was face. endearing, right? That was a funny. I think something a strong point of the show is that you know, uh, it actually does. You actually do feel empathy towards his characters when they're in down times, but even when they have high moments, you know, you feel their highs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, another cliche in this K drama. Oh, there's another thing I do want to point out. Here you go for it. But um, another cliche they use is like, oh, there's a private conversation. Gets interrupted by a relevant party, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. Like, it's Isu walking in on Hwangi and uh, Uil or Ro-un hearing a conversation. Again, between Hwangi and Uil. I mean, that's kind of like what, like how GA learned. Because she fucking walked in on yeah. Uil throwing her under the bus. It's always Uil. I feel like a lot of it's yeah, during Uil's Uil. conversation. And then fucking Isu also hearing everything too. And he didn't know that she knew. Yeah, but he knew that she. I don't know. <laughs> he knew that she knew. He knew that she knew that that guy. That they uh, let's see. What's another thing? Oh yeah, Roland's dad. I feel like got so many fucking emotional bombs <laughs> on him. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like honestly, I don't know how he didn't lose his mind the last uh, year. It's like, oh, your daughter died because of this reason. Then she died because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Then she died. Oh no! Also, your surviving daughter is in love with uh, with someone who had a hand in your daughter's death and covering fine. up like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, actually, I, I think a good moment uh, that I wanted to point out, I, it was in episode five, like when Wang Yi goes to the barbershop. Um, oh, I know. But he doesn't know. Um, and he, I think he's like trying to say something. He's trying know. to, Wang Yi's trying to apologize yeah, to the father. Um, but he doesn't who get. Who is not named for some reason. He does not have a name. He's just uh, like we, he, just a I dad. feel like it was mentioned once. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but then, you know, he, he just gets uh, the towel treatment like norm, like as normal. And then the father is like, can tell like he needs some space, and he's like, "Hey, you know," uh, but I don't think he actually says it. He's like, "I'm gonna go take a smoke break." But we all, we both understand, and those two characters understand the context of, "Hey, I'm giving mm-hmm. you a private moment." So much so that the barbershop father covers Huang Yi's yeah. eyes, and and you can see when he smokes, he's got like a shit ton of cigarettes that he's used he up. Ain't so exactly I, feeling good. So like, I think it's like that, but also maybe like he he knew that he needed a moment, like Huang Yi needed a moment in the chair. Um, so I thought that was a really uh, cool moment between the two. Okay, the one last thing I do want to point out that I thought was brilliant of the show. Brilliant of the show is something these, and it's not just K dramas, right? It could be like romance rom com animes, or just even like even American rom coms, right? Is the two leads have met before mm-hmm. the events of the yeah. show, right? And um, sometimes they show it. Sometimes they the characters acknowledge it. Sometimes they don't. I think a bad example, and I love this K drama, but. This kind of annoyed. I thought it was kind of silly. Well, it was like so coincidental. It seemed implausible. Mm-hmm. But there's this uh, K drama called Hometown Cha Cha Cha. It's a little silly name, right? But yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the boy and the girl met each other multiple occasions. They just didn't realize who they were until mm-hmm. they became love interests. And how they acknowledged their previous interactions was like, "Oh, were you that boy that?" <laughs> gave me the milk that one time <laughs> no that's straight up it was something okay. like that and i was thinking like that's such an off that seems like such an uh disingenuous or not the word uh unauthentic way of that coming conversation coming about it doesn't make sense but <laughs> okay. something i think this show does really well is how they acknowledge and you don't have to acknowledge their past interactions like some shows it's just like you know it's just in the background you just meant to like lament on it but how they uh how they acknowledge the past interactions is, you know, Huang Gi gets caught in the barber shop, mm-hmm. right? By Ro Un. And then everyone else is like, yeah, that's a regular. You didn't know that? 
right? So like they highlight that interaction or when it's time to reveal who's Mr. Smith and sending the flowers, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was actually really smart how they did that too. And even how he, Wongi came back around to giving potted plants to her. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a directing trick that's not, that should be appreciated more if anything. It should be appreciated. I also appreciate how you could see she kept all the flowers that he gave her. Even though if um, you think about it, like it shouldn't last that long. I'm, I'm, it's I think a, it's over dry, a three year period. I think if you dry them out, you can keep them. I don't know. I don't know nothing about flower keeping, but anyway, closing thoughts. Um, so yeah, I don't think I expected to like the show nearly as much as I did, but you know what I think? Cause I think like the way, how violently I hated Bangkok transit love story. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you feel wary of any Asian, fucking, uh, Asian, even lo- Asian, Asian romance, movies. Asian rom-coms or, or poison. But no, I think, <laughs> I think it really does come down to, do I like the character? Are the character main characters likable? I mean, you can say that for any story too. Yeah. You know, but I think it's like really, especially when, the main point for this like, type yeah, the, of thing, yeah, right? the romance. It's not like an anime where you could bank on like, oh, look at this oh, fucking the, animation. The anime, yeah, yeah. But it's like the main point of the thing is uh, their relationship, and I, if I don't care about the character, I won't care about the relationships. Here, like Huangi is like that could have been agonizing because it's sixteen episodes <laughs> oh, yeah, that are like over an hour. I, I hour think I, long. I think I saw it. It was like an hour. I'm like, oh, geez, all right. But no, there I go. But like Huangi is like so relatable to me and also likable. A good character. Um, sure, and then in row in row one, he's my like, favorite pro tag in the K drama, which is why I want to be this particular. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see, I can see why. Is. Yeah, and in and, and row one, like she started off kind of annoying, but I, I get where she's coming from. I feel like um, she was intentionally annoying. Yeah, yeah, and I think she was, and and I think the, the the two of them are a good match for each other. Um, and I was just really enthralled, and I think starting it off with uh, GA's suicide was really smart to me because it's like. From a directing yeah, because it's like I want to know like what the fuck yeah, happened. That anticipate, it it's like I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even like. Uh, and also, they build that mystery around the boss, right? With all the mm, rumors and all that. It's like, like I wasn't even all like the knives thinking, and stupid oh, shit. Jesus, oh like, yeah, you're right. You guys ever think that he's just, a, he's just a chef? Something I do want to point out that was kind of stupid about that knife <laughs> cabinet is why would you attach it to strings if they fall out a lot? Because then it could swing in your face. That's, that's, that's a for sure safety hazard. You know that that's pretty. That's like pretty every time you open up your knife cabinet and one swings near your face, <laughs> like that's not a good thing. Uh, that's very poor, I would say. I, I can agree with that. But no, honestly, like I really like the show. I thought, yeah, no, the, the way <laughs> the characters. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no I, was, I was really surprised. I was fucking yelling because, like, look, the Bangkok transit love story that was more Joanna's jam, <laughs> right? But if you there shout you out this one, which I liked, I'd be like, oh, hey, bro, there you go. You gotta throw the other kind of point. Gotta blame someone else. For the, <laughs> it's not my, my my tastes aren't shit. No, it's that other that, guy. That's okay. I don't think I don't think you've liked a single thing Bianca's recommended. <laughs> I guess she did recommend They Live. I think I did like They Live. Okay, there you go. Good. That's the one. Um, it certainly wasn't House. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, go check it out. It's a fun little thing. Now, I think sorry, a lot before of things, we close. Yeah. Before we close, we always gotta try to leave a little insight. Oh. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's why I was kind of curious what the overall reception in Korea was of this show, mm-hmm. like if people appreciate it or not. But my question to you is: Okay, it's a K drama, right? So it's a foreign media mm-hmm. to Americans. Would you say, like, I'm a, I'm just going to go under the assumption that this did well in Korea. It's got the 2.72 rating. I don't really know what that means. I'm assuming. Oh, well, it's in green, so I'm assuming that's supposed to be good. Nationwide audi- average audience share. They do it based in Seoul too. So it, well, I mean, it goes down, but I guess any well, new show average two point eight, which I guess is good. I don't know. I don't know if those look are good okay. But like I said, we're just gonna go with the blanket assumption. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But blanket assumption, it does well in Korea. How would you feel, like, to someone who doesn't? So, if you're an audience member in America that isn't familiar with K dramas, how would you feel about this show? 
and maybe you have no interest in any sort of foreign media. And how do you think this stacks up? Well, I can't. You can't answer this question, but how do you think the question I want to pose is how do you think this stacks up to other K dramas that people are familiar with? Mm. So I think, if anything, the first question so the, more so applies fir- to you. Yeah. So the first part, as somebody who really has never shown a big interest in K dramas, would you say this is the first one you've actually seen? Yes. That? Okay. It so is. Yeah, so. um, and I think I think the the hooks are strong enough, like the the suicide and the how is the situation going to play out with the Keeps your oh, interest. Yeah. I think it kept my interest long enough and then you kind of buy into the characters and the, the, the romance and the relationships and drama there. So so I think it, it does a pretty good job about like kind of presenting itself as like more than just funny rom-com. Like it does more with that. It's, a, it's I feel like the initial premise it was going to be that but they ended up mm. changing the show or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I th- and I think uh, overall like the kind of like messages and themes it, it presented was pretty, uh, I was pretty like impressed like the way it dealt with like Oh, even the uh, the the actor guy who uh, the I think that he's the first client they had. Um, oh yeah, the one with the uh, trans yeah, trans and I was like, child. Because I was like, oh, isn't it just that he has a bastard daughter? But like, no, no, they actually like that I'm was like, a oh, smart shit. way to reveal that. Yeah. Oh my god! Hey, let's go. Son, you know, like, so that I thought that was that was kind of cool. Um, no, no, I think, I think and that kind of shows one. the importance of like. Huang Gi not being like Uil, right? Because Uil would be more extroverted, yeah, right? Yeah. And then I feel like that would make that first client not talk as much. But since, you know, Huang Gi is like almost even off-puttingly silent, it kind of made that actor speak up more. That's mm. a good, uh, yeah. glad you called that. I forgot about that. But yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think it does a lot of, a lot of cool things. Uh, I think it worth checking out, even if you don't, like, hey, you know, one episode of anything I think is worth, I think, I think watching one episode of anything is worth your time. Even I wouldn't say anything. Well, Majority of things. Yeah, okay. There's yeah, some things there, that are probably a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Okay, but like most, okay, most things are probably worth at least one episode. Um, but yeah, no, go go check it out if you have no interest. In the, I think it's worth it. Okay. And granted, you know, to provide context, Ophi is familiar with more uh, foreign media, oh, yeah. right? Especially in Asian media. But uh, no, that's his perspective and that's what it is. Uh, for me, as someone like who's seen a fair amount of K-dramas. Not like the most, but a fair amount. Uh, I would say how this stacks up is, well, I know they beat you over the head with the same few songs, but I do enjoy... <laughs> no, no, they're fine songs. It's my fa- I think it's my favorite soundtrack in any K-drama, but watching it a second time, like it really beats over your head that they only have X amount of songs. <laughs> hey, hey I'm, I'm going to have the memory song. Like every t- Anytime something, I see something You dramatic. stub your toe. Still a new memory. <laughs> But I would say, like, I think there's some cliches that weren't uh, turned around, but there are some things in the show that were smartly portrayed. And also, like, just the themes that are available in the show are interesting, and they are relatable, and even the characters themselves, like Ovi said, are relatable. Yeah. And uh, it has my favorite protagonist in a K-drama, not necessarily the actor, because I'm not familiar with other works, but out of all the ones I've seen, I like the male protagonist the most here so i think even if you are a k-drama fan and you've seen a bunch but you haven't seen this one i do believe it is worth checking out and yeah. going off ofi's perspective even if you're you know completely new to a k-drama there still is some sort of value that you can get from the show so i think that speaks to the uh the quality of it and it's on Netflix, so pretty accessible. Yeah, most people got Netflix. So, or go. most people know somebody that has <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> uh. But all right, folks, you know the jam. We're not a weekly podcast. We pretend to be.
Catch you on the spotties. See you.